0: Sometimes I feel like I am taking crazy pills. This is Tim's New York Giants. Straight Talk, powered by Online Big Blue LLC. The New York Giants have promoted Mike Kafka and a bunch of other, players, a bunch of other coaches. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that slowly, and I am going to say it maybe a little louder for the, uh, for the people in the bleacher seats because, I, I mean, let me, let, let me get the megaphone out. Uh, the New York Giants have promoted Mike Kafka. Mike. What the hell kind of world do we live in? I understand that you are going to sit there with Daniel Jones and deal with the mediocrity because you gave him this huge contract and you got like a $68 million debt cap number this year, another 20 something next year, another 11 million the year after that. So you're going to stick with Daniel Jones, but promoting Mike Kafka is, is just beyond ridiculous. And I know, I understand why they did it. Belichick gave a title to Joe judge, um, besides special teams coordinator, because he was trying to help him get a head coaching job. And they're also trying to placate Mike Kafka, who people think that he was leaving, that he was moving on. Like I said, I still can't get over the fact that he looks like Jesse from Burn Notice. But I do think Jesse from Burn Notice would be a better offense coordinator. But you're going to promote him, and we're going to wait for it. You're promoting Mike Kafka to offense, inclusive assistant head coach. Oh, really? I I mean, we just promote and we just exalt ri- mediocrity. You're a mediocre, you're a mediocre player. Here's 160 million dollars. You're not a very good offense coordinator. Hey, you're now an assistant head coach. And this is all evidently stemming from when the Seattle Seahawks requested to interview Kafka for the offensive coordinator position, and they turned him down. This is basically just to keep them happy and keep everything quiet and keep everything going well. Everything since, ever since everything happened with Wink, they also promoted Jerome Henderson. Uh, who, so as well, to, well because defensive posse game coordinator. Along with defensive backfield coach, this is just to placate people. This is just to give people the title. But to me, it's just a t- it's just typical giant fashion. We we sit there and we promote mediocrity. You're mediocre at your job. I'm not saying John Henderson's mediocre at a job because Deontay Banks had a great year, but so does Xavier McKinney. But I am saying with Mike Kafka, you promoting just mediocrity. That's that's all it is. You should just let Kafka walk. And the only reason you didn't let Kafka walk is because you did not want to replace an offensive coordinator, a defense coordinator in the same season, because I don't see anything statistically that sits there and tells you that Mike Kafka is good at his job. I don't, I don't see any progression in reference to the offensive scheming. We heard the fact that, you know, uh, excuse me, Dable took over his play call responsibilities a couple times this season, but you know what? That that's, that's like, you're a salesperson. You're hitting 48% of your quota and they make you a sales manager. It just, it just doesn't make any sense. Another thing that doesn't make any sense, there's talk and speculation that uh, Drake May may be falling to the draft. There there has been people saying that, you know what, May fall, May, May, uh, I get, get this, may fall down to the Giants. And so when I see that, My professional opinion that now is the time to panic. Uh-oh. I've been trying to like Drake May. I really have. I'm going back and watching a lot of videos over North Carolina. I'm trying to see some of the things that he does well, and I keep coming back to the assessment that he is a more athletic Daniel Jones with a better arm. Great athlete. I I think he's a great athlete. I think he's a better athlete than Daniel Jones. I think he's got the size. I got. He's got the speed. He's a scrambler. He he, he is Daniel Jones. This is why I think he's Daniel Jones. He is a scrambler, and he is a guy that in North Carolina they use as a designed runner. We've said this a million times before. Daniel Jones is a guy like a point guard who can't create his own shot. I'm not saying Drake May isn't that because we haven't really seen the full capability of Drake May because he's not in the pros yet, but he is a guy that usually runs by design. He's got a big-time arm, tons of velocity, I have no problem with him throwing the outside. I'd have no problem throwing him down, he throwing the chucking the ball down the middle of the field. I have no problem with that whatsoever. I think he has I think he has good to good. I think he has very I think he's got good to great accuracy in the short game. And I think so in the intermediate game. I think his his long ball accuracy can be uh something that needs to be worked on. Uh ball placement is another thing that I think he needs to get a better understanding of as well. But like I said, he you know we've said it before, he, he can make all the throws on Sunday. He can make all the big time throws. He can make, and I and I'm not one of these guys that would worry about him, you know, if, if you put him, you know, if you tell him, hey, listen, throw it to the outside, you know, throw it 60 yards to the outside. I'm not I'm not worried about it. He is what you would refer to as the typical pro style quarterback. He's big, he's strong, he's fast. And like, is, one of the things I like is the fact that he does have this ability. He has, you know, they they always, I always use, I always love the term pocket mobility, pocket maneuverability. He's got mobility in the pocket. He's got pocket awareness. He's got some pocket presence. We didn't see, we, again, we didn't see a lot at, you know, a lot of it at North Carolina I would like to have seen more. His body of work at North Carolina is not what I would say is, uh, it, it, you know, was was big time in reference to some of the seasons that we've seen other quarterbacks put out. Um, so you know, we got, we have to just kind of, we have to just take a you know take a little bit with a you know we've gotta take a little bit with again with a grain of salt and see where he is. Um, he's been in the school for three years now. Unlike. Um, Unlike uh, JJ McCarthy, who only threw the ball six hundred and fifty nine times, he's only thrown the ball nine hundred fifty two times for eight thousand yards, sixty three touchdowns, sixteen interceptions. His best season was in two thousand twenty two, where he had thirty eight touchdowns, seven interceptions, threw for four thousand yards. He, he regressed a little bit in twelve and two less games, where he threw only thirty six hundred yards, twenty four touchdowns, and nine interceptions as well. Uh, I would you know he does have a sample size of work as a starter, but there you know here th- the problems that I see immediately. He takes a lot of unnecessary risks. I, I think his, his ball security, uh, in reference to the way he, th- you know, to, to the way he throws into certain opportunities, um, is going gonna, is gonna to be an issue. Like I said, for a guy that can run and a guy that can move, um, I, I don't think he he quite understands the running game. Yeah, he threw, he, 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 if he would have came out in 2022, he would definitely have been in the top three. He had almost 700 yards rushing. But but if you take a look at his rushing stats, they're only 3.8 and four yards. He has very inconsistent lower mechanics and footwork. You can watch that at North Carolina. And I think a lot of times he relies on his arm strength to make up for his inconsistency with his mechanics. One of the things that it really bothers me a lot If you watch the film, he holds onto the ball way too long. And I can't tell you if him holding on the ball this long is because of the fact that he is having a difficult time processing the plays. I can't tell you that because I don't know. But I can just tell you that he holds onto the ball way too long. And he gets himself in trouble with the pressures. When the pocket starts to collapse, he does have the presence, I feel, to feel the rush better than Daniel Jones and move he, he can find a way, but some of the throws that he made in college and some of the th- things he thinks he could do, he's, pr- he's not going to get away with against the pros. They're going to be, they're going to be risky propositions. If you make some of those throws that you did in college against NFL defenses, he, you know what he reminds me of? And it's weird to say, cause I was, I was playing, um, uh, the neighborhood kids were around and uh, my son was outside and, we, and I was, I, I was playing all time quarterback uh, you know, for both sides. So it, he kind of reminds me of a guy that's got a little backyard football in him. You now he tries to be a little magical. He tries to be a little different. He try he tries to, he tries to do things that like that you normally were taught not to do. And, and those, and like I said, these are all things that sound like, and I've said it before, they sound like Daniel Jones. They re- they really do. He's got a high ceiling. He's like I said, with that mobility, with that arm strength, with that size, offensive coordinators are going to fall in love. He's got to, he's got a nice touch of times on his fade passes. He looks like he can, like I said, but I just don't know if he's, if he has, if, if, if his tendency to hold on the ball too long is because of the fact that he is, like I said, is limited in his play and his processing ability, or whether he's trying to be a hero, you know, he's trying to be a hero to make the big play. I don't know. And unlike Daniel Jones, which I find interesting, he, he doesn't have a willingness to check down a lot. <laughs> he has a willingness, like I said, he has a willingness to hang into the pocket. So, you know, I guess that's a better thing than Daniel Jones that I think about it because Daniel Jones has, no, has zero ability to want to hang out in the pocket. He has a, t- But like I said, there are times that he can extend the play by just checking down. You know what they always say? A five-yard or three-yard game is better than a three-yard loss. So, I mean, these are things that he needs to learn. He's going to be a vertical passer, no doubt about. it. Like I said, I think he's got a big. T- I think he's got that big time arm. I think he has that awareness. Um, but like I said, we kind of have to see where he is going to go. In reference to, he's going to have to find the right offense, the right offensive coordinator, and the right head coach to work with him. Because, like I said, his sloppy footwork at times are going to lead to bo- poor mechanics, which are going to lead to poor ball placement, which are going to lead to interceptions. Unlike Spencer Rattler, Spencer Rattler does not need a throw, a, an elongated throwing motion to throw the ball 45, 40, 50 yards down the field. He's got a nice flick of the wrist. I think Drake May needs a little bit of the Not He doesn't have the big elongated wind up like Tommy DeVito, but he has a little bit of a wind up. And like I said, if he, he, uh, he is another one of these guys that if his mechanics break down, his ball placement is going to suffer, his arm strength is going to suffer, and his thought process is going to suffer as well. But at the end of the day, like I said, if the Giants were to take May, Penix, Caleb Williams, or Jaden Daniels, I'd be fine. They took them at six. Well, maybe not Penix. Like I said, I would trade back for Penix. But if you took May, May has more more intangibles than Penix. Penix is more pro-ready. And if Penix didn't have the two ACLs, he would be ahead of May. But like I said, if you took May at six... If you work with him and and you bring him along and you show and you build a process for him and you give him an understanding and show him the ability to read defenses, he has the physical skills of a prototypical NFL quarterback. But like I said, I don't know if he has the processing skills because of the fact that he does stay in the pocket way too long. So we got to kind of wait. We got to kind of wait and see what happens with that. But like I said, if you took him at six, I'm not going to be upset Cause I do think he's a better option than Daniel Jones. we got a lot of big stuff coming out soon. Don't forget to go to new york That's new york That's our going to be, that's our new website. You can watch live streams. You can watch all the videos. I'm even writing original articles. I got the first original article up today. So make sure you go up and uh, take a look at that. Uh, and like I said, bookmark it. If you can't get on, some people can't get on Twitter and some people can't get on YouTube. Uh, when they want to watch live streams, so that's why we kind of built the website as well, so you can watch all Sunday, uh, Sunday and Tuesday live streams on there. And as always, this is Tim of the York Giants. Straight talking. Don't forget to like. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to ring that bell. You want to know why? That'll be awesome.